0: what's going on people welcome back to another episode of the double mp the miles Bukowski podcast oh man hope you guys have had a good week i have you know i'm feeling mad refreshed for no reason like i've done something you know i'm just out here chilling been one of the weeks where the start was very busy but towards the end i've been able to kind of just relax appreciate and en- just enjoy vibes as my instagram goes off i don't even know if you can hear that from the microphone but let me just put that one on silent until i finish talking to you guys about some of the stuff that's been going on in the week so far so again gonna do three topics nothing too much in depth one of them i want to kind of fly over real quick yeah real quick and that is the kanye west richest black man in the u.s story now i'm not even gonna lie to you i don't care <laughs> i know it's like miles why are you bringing this one up like and if you haven't even got a minute into the podcast and you're bringing up the first topic where's the proper introduction listen i don't care about kanye west being the richest black man in the u.s like if for me it's not that it's not that important because what does that mean Really and truly, I mean, it is what it is, it is like Ron Seal, isn't it? It is what it says on the tin. He is the richest black man in, in America. Cool, good for him. But is that going to change anything? No, because one, if that divorce of Kim K does go through and say she just decides to take half of his pee, he ain't going to be the richest man anymore, anyway, is he? So that is what, when it's going to be like a little bit, a little bit of an L. Do you know what I mean? And there's also that. But you know what? For what he has done in the past and i'm talking about musically and business wise not you know slavery was a choice and those bars he actually has accomplished a lot in his like what 15 16 years of being at the top maybe in 17 because i think the college dropout came out like 2004 So say 17 years of kanye west being known as an artist and respected musician he has done very well to be given that title a lot of this stuff is come from you know the fact that he was working with gap the yeezy stuff. Adidas, and these are things that are in the billions, and that's that's all great and that's all amazing. But are we gonna see Kanye West now? I'm see, this is the thing, right? This is why I'm kind of like I'm in the I don't care side of things because I'm not rich. I would love to be rich one day where you wake up and you think I just want to buy that, you know what I mean? Like, how I think for, for the, it was for birthday or for Christmas for Kim K, I think he bought her like five cars, like five of the exact same cards. I don't know why you need five, but. That's more money than sense. I want to be in a situation where I can do that at some stage of life. Like, I wanna like, I wanna see that in it. I wanna be in that that scope of just let me just buy a Bugatti for no reason. But I don't know when that's gonna be, so I'm just gonna hold it down for now and be smart about my money and my purchases. You know what I'm saying? Apart from the occasional deliveroo or just eat. I mean, I don't do Uber eats over here, but like this stuff is good for kanye but what is he gonna do with that money now there's always pressure from people who are lower than the rich person to say yeah that's all good you have this much money you have more money than sense like why don't you donate more to this cause why don't you donate more to that like people will get a mark zuckerberg jeff bezos and stuff like that these men have built their thing and they've got money it's their money you know what i mean it's like do i tell or just if someone told me if I got paid on payday to go and spend more money would I do that like would I would I if someone said to me oh they'll give me 10 pounds donate to this charity 10 pounds like of course I'm going to want to donate to charity but Am I gonna want to just because someone's told me to? That's the difference. When it's up to you and you wake up, for example, Kanye could say, I wanna invest 10 million. And he don't get me wrong. He actually has done a lot of charitable work as well. I'm not saying this like he's some Scrooge, right? I know he was doing a lot of stuff with Black Lives Matter like in the summer last year, when that kind of resurfaced and re-heightened again. He was actually doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people weren't talking about. But what do you wanna be forced to do that? Again, great, great, great opportunity for Kanye. I mean, this is, this is a sick look. I mean, certain articles are saying that he's, he's not worth as much, and it's only about a third of that. But the fact that you can be considered a billionaire after being considered, like, you know, crying out about your being in debt for a long period of time. And then now becoming getting this stat this week. And even if people like Forbes are saying that you're not worth $6.6 billion, you're probably worth about a third of that or even anything over a billion. The fact that you got to a million, now a billion, it's still a good look. So even though I said I don't care, it's more because it's one of them stats that gets flung around. But it ain't going to change my life. And it probably won't change yours unless I meet Kanye. I do an interview with him. And he says, no, I really invested in what you're doing. Where's your setup? And I say, bro, I'm just here, out here with a microphone and my laptop and he buys me a studio. Then I care, innit? But for now, I don't care like that, still. But the next thing I'm going to talk about, and again, it's something similar, because this week I feel like it's been a slow news week. I might have been missing a few things, but like, it's just been a bit, meh. It's been a bit, what can I make out of a situation that I don't necessarily care about? I know it's, it's episode seven is moving a bit bad, innit? Hopefully next week we have some more interesting stories that we can break down, but quavo and sweetie they've been going out for a while i think about three years and um and there's been always these different things where like sweetie has been making jokes about like, buy me a birkin and stuff like that and there's a video of quavo just shrugging his his arms and all that and their relationship looked kind of kind of nice i'm not really a big like celebrity relationship that type of thing i don't really care if the music pops the music pops if it don't Maybe you should look at your... I'm just joking. I can't can't tell some next person, male or female, to look at their relationship because the music don't bang. But it's one of them situations where in the last three years, we've seen the Migos go from probably like the highest group in hip-hop to meh. And Sweetie go from who to... Oh, rah. Hey, Sweetie. Like, best friend and all these songs that she's been putting out. And definitely being affiliated with Quavo has helped her. But she's always kind of come off with this kind of like bad bitch attitude, I do what I want and stuff like that, and I'm here for it, you know what I mean at the end of the day, that's just your personality that is your personality, now it was always going to stand the test of time in a breakup and stuff like that, because people are going to be asking those questions and say are you going to still act like that, or are you going to try and play victim well my goal has kept up that energy I respect it, you know, I actually respect it there was rumours going around the last couple of weeks that they'd broken up, and on March 19th, so this is a couple of days ago now she actually came out on Twitter of all places. Of course, I always get skeptical when people come out and do stories on Twitter and stuff like that. The way the Twitter sphere works, everyone's got a different brain. Even if you're, you have the most common sense. When you jump on Twitter, you lose a couple brain cells. I can't lie to you because it's, it's just a bit of a, it's a bit of a mad place. You have to really be in the right space and place on Twitter. Anyway, side point. So she came out and said, "I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false nav- narrative to be circulating that degrades my character." presents don't band-aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women so what does that tell us it tells us that quaver at some stage must have been unfaithful in a relationship and she has said listen birkins and all these different bags and stuff and accessories they don't heal up what you know the hurt and the damage that's been done so she kept it moving and this is the tweet where i'm saying she kept that energy of like i'm a boss i keep it moving i emotionally checked out a long time ago and have walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom. Excited for this new chapter of Elevation. So, she's shown that, you know, she's she's moved on. She's moved on with her life. And if that's the truth, and she really has, or it's not just Twitter talking, more credit to her, because at the end of the day, if Quavo did cheat, then, yeah, no. Like, Why would you want to be in that relationship? You know what I mean? You're, you're in your mid-20s, mid to late-20s now. Just go about it, do your life, man. Live your life. And all we see is uh, Quavo with a, like a disgruntled look with a microphone in front of him. Is there going to be like some sort of heartbreak tape? If this better not be no publicity stunt, because otherwise I wasted at least five minutes on this. But Quavo might put out a song, hitting all their melody, uh, melodies, you know, melodies, um the sweetie someone posted a picture saying the sweetie take care era is upon us obviously take care from drake's album and talking about heartbreak and stuff like that so let's wait and see what happens i'm not really a massive fan of sweeties music as a whole but i'm here for a few of the tracks quavo was the guy in 2017 i'm looking forward to culture free because offset posted up a snippet on his instagram this week and his flow his verse was good That's the thing. I can't trust Migos at the moment because I know that certain people's verses could be fire, mainly offset. Takeoff has let me down a couple of times. Is the song going to be good? That is the main question. That's the crux of the matter, you know, that's the crux of the matter, but it's the truth. Anyway, final thing that we're going to talk about this week is the Grammy Awards 2021. Now, I know by the time this comes out, it'll be a whole week since it goes by, but for referencing stuff, obviously the podcast comes out every single Monday. Well, this part of the podcast, What a Week, comes out every single Monday. And the guest part always comes out on the Wednesday. So by the time I get round to it, there's the like the stuff that happens like late Sunday and stuff like that. It's already gone because I always do my recordings early in the afternoon evening, and obviously American time. By the time the Grammys is going on, I'm sleeping, boy, you think I'm staying up to watch the Grammys? I don't think so, after the whole weekend got boxed out. You know, I was there, wasting my time, but I'll tell you who won. <laughs> so, album of the year went to Taylor Swift, and there was a few names in there of people that, like, I was like, I don't know why even they were nominated because I didn't think the album was that, that strong, but they were there, and I would say that's Post Malone's Hollywood Bleeding. I don't think the album should have been nominated for a Grammy because it wasn't that good. The one before that, which I can't remember what it's called, but I know it has an orange background and stuff like that, and it has congratulations and all those songs on it. That should—I don't know if that was nominated for a Grammy, but that—that sh- that was a better album. Hollywood Bleeding, it kind of came, it kind of went. There wasn't really much longevity towards the album for me personally. I mean, other albums like Chalombo from Jenna Eco is decent. I want to talk about Jacob Collier in a little bit because I found out some information about Jacob Collier that I had never ever believed in my life. So we're going to get to that in a little bit. But Record of the Year went to Billie Eilish. Other songs that were nominated in that were Beyonce's Black Parade, Rockstar, which I can't believe didn't win a Grammy. I can't lie. the Baby Rockstar and the Roddy Rich's The Box didn't win a Grammy at all. I should have. Winner of Song of the Year was I Can't Breathe by Her best new artist was megan the stallion i don't understand how she got best new artist in 2021 last year would have made more sense but then i think she hadn't reached her peak hot girl summer was obviously in the summer of 2020 so i guess that's why if that was not 2019 i think that's 2020 and then yeah Keishonada I don't know how he got put at Best New Artist that's the thing there's certain times where award shows you can see sometimes they're out of touch because they put names into places where they shouldn't really be a bit like when the Mobos did Best Newcomer for Youngin and it was like yeah like bruv he's not a newcomer at that point do you know what I mean or when they did that with Sneak Boy other people in the past Um, what else can we go through Best R&B album Progressive R&B album well Stundercat is what it is I ain't got no issues with that whatsoever, best rap song. This is where I got conflicted. I understand why the song won, but I just didn't think it was my personal choice. Best rap song was Savage, Megan Thee Stallion, and Beyonce. I know the song was massive, but the box was arguably bigger. Last Night Cry Later was a bit of a stretch to be in there. I like the song; it's one of my favorite songs of the last like six to eight months. But Rockstar or the box, either one by Roddy Rich, should have won that. Should have hands down won that big time. But I'm not the one on the committee voting these things, am I? Best rap album was The King's Disease by Nas. There wasn't really that much. That's the thing, on that al- in that category, yeah, Black Habits by D Smoke, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, A Written Testimony by Jay Electronica and The Allegory by Royster59. I would have eagerly, people probably would have said Alfredo could have won. I think Nas' album was decent. Best melodic rap performance. This is again where I'm like, bruv, what are these men doing? Like, where are the favorites? There's clearly favorites in this. Melodic rap performance went to Anderson Pack's Lockdown. Again, I have no qualms with Anderson Paak winning a Grammy. Congratulations. That's amazing. But was that song better than Roddy Rich's, sorry, not Roddy Rich, The Baby's Rockstar? Probably not. Was it better than Laugh Now, Cry Later? Probably not. Was it better than Roddy Rich's The Box? Probably not. Was it better than Travis Scott's Highest in the Room? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I really think you're really thinking about it. Probably not. No, it actually was. That song, Highest in the Room was a good song, yeah. But it's just a bit meh. It's a bit meh in that sense. Do you know what I mean? But best dance recording went to K.E. with 10%. Don't mind that one whatsoever. And after that, I think it kind of went back to the other genres. Best R&B performance was Black Parade by Beyonce. And that's why we we're going to talk about Jacob Collier in a little bit. So, earlier on in the week, I was actually running through these for my radio show, which is on Wizard Radio, so make sure you go and check that out every single Saturday from 5pm. Shameless plug, but it's my show, that's what Toby told me, so you got to do it. Anyway, Jacob Collier is actually British, yeah? And I never heard of him in my life, and he actually got a record for, I think, winning a Grammy or winning something for his first four albums or first four projects. Now. For best R&B performance, this song has Mahalia on it and Ty Dolla side. Two names in R&B that I know, you probably know, we all know. And some of you guys might know who Jacob Collier is anyway. I did not know about this dog at all. I had to go back this week and listen to some of the stuff that I was hearing. And I was like, yo, this actually bags. Like, there's some talent here with Jacob Collier. And of course, he's winning a Grammy. But then we know, that, okay, like we know that sometimes Grammys can be rigged in it. But... I was just like, no, I'm here for it. Like, shout out to Jacob Collier. So in even in the midst of people winning big, you always discover new artists and stuff. And I'm happy that I discovered Jacob Collier's music. So I'm gonna be getting into that at some stage. But the Grammys this year, I mean, again, because it fell at a time which is a bit awkward, no one I don't feel like it got the right energy. And obviously with the Wizards, not the Wizard, the weekend omissions, it kind of killed it like it kind of just deaded the whole vibe of everything it wasn't it wasn't great and it was just like yeah it is what it is like people are not gravitating towards it as much however it is what it is is, isn't it like we'll be back next year i know the oscars have already set pace and said that yo you can't have zoom like you can't be on zoom to win it you have to actually show up which is kind of mad like so i want to see how many people when they do do that ceremony will actually be there in person because I don't know how the rules and regulations work for like say if I was nominated for an Oscar and I know it's in I think it's in April I can't go to the Los Angeles and I can't be on Zoom so if I win an award I have to just sit there and just wait for someone to tell me on Twitter that I'd be bad. Anyway guys that is What A Week episode 7 a bit of a week where I would say it was a slow news room it was a slow news week in it it was a bit dead but we move on. Let's see what this next week holds. Have a great and fantastic seven days. I'll be back very, very soon with another episode of What A Week on the Miles Mikowski Podcast. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you guys soon. In a bit, peace.